0: for complete details. Hey, everyone, I just want to give a quick apology for an audio issue that happened about 10 and a half minutes into the show. Uh, we had the audio drop for just a bit. I'm sorry about that. Didn't miss too much, and uh, please enjoy the show.
1: This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what, i with spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! some combination of Adam,
0: Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. Welcome to week 18, everybody. The last week of the regular season. And I know if you're listening to this, you're you're playing into week 18 or you just like talking fantasy football. So we're going to do some 2022 talk and we're going to do some starter sit for eight AFC home games, beginning with the big one on Sunday night, the Chargers and the Raiders. Adam, Jamie, Heath here on this Thursday morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, morning. What, what do you think? Kind of, kind of wacky
2: week. Normal week. Somewhere in between. It's a wacky week. I mean, it's always, the final week is always wacky.
0: Yeah, pretty wacky. I I try to look at last year a little bit, and the top performers at each position were were not, you know, were pretty much top guys. I know Ty Montgomery had a big big week, but um, most teams are talking about it at least. Giving it a go, at least for a little bit, like uh,
1: Green Bay, maybe Dallas. Oh, that's, those are the worst of the situations, though. Totally. Like It would be much, much better if we just knew that those teams weren't playing at all and we could rank players for full games. The the Cowboys and the Packers, and there's some other teams where we just don't know for sure what they're going to do. Those are the worst. I I appreciate the Bengals very much.
2: Oh, I love them. Well, you saw what Devontae Adams said yesterday, right? That he's going to play, but he's not going to play the whole game. He doesn't think. Uh, doesn't expect to play the entire game. Yeah. Which,
1: great. Somewhere between one series and a half is what I would expect.
0: <laughs> All right. So uh, what do we do like we normally do here? Players we love. Jamie, do we have a start of the week?
2: Uh, yes, Adam. Thank you for reading. No, um, no problem. It's, it's early. Uh, Come on. Devin Singletary. um, Never would have imagined that we have a Bills running back that we could trust, but we have a Bills running back that we can trust. It's four straight weeks of of quality production and a great matchup against the Jets. He had 11 fantasy points, 11 PPR points against the Jets in the first meeting when he scored a touchdown with 43 yards rushing, only one catch. Uh, The Jets, as we know, worst team in terms of stopping running backs. uh, Fantasy-wise, they're number one in terms of the most fantasy points allowed. Uh, there have been 20 running backs this season that have scored at least 14 PPR points against the Jets. So hopefully he hits wow. that number.
0: All right, start him up. And Heath, how about you? Player you like this week or love?
1: Yeah, I I also love Devin Singletary. But <laughs> um, I think even with Joe Burrow not playing, I'm going to love Samaj AP Ryan. Because I just think he's going to get 15-plus touches. And the Browns aren't playing for anything either and aren't playing their quarterback. So I think this is going to be a a competitive game all the way through. And um, I think that the Bengals backups will be a little bit more motivated than the Browns backups. So
0: uh, do they, you know, is P Ryan too valuable to them as their number two back? Do they go even deeper in the depth chart? Does that concern you?
1: Uh-huh. It kind of does now that you said it. I hadn't really <laughs> thought of it. I, <laughs> I, mean, I think Dave brought you, you that gotta, up on you Tuesday. you got to play somebody. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're going to give Chris Evans 15 carries. All
0: right.
1: They might use him in the passing game some. I wouldn't be surprised by that. All right, big but opportunity I'm for him. I'm kind of thinking they're probably not going to have Chase for very long. They <laughs> might not have Higgins at all.
2: What's so funny? He throws in like a very oh bad spot.
1: <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: I think P Ryan played week seventeen last year. Is that right?
2: Well, they were out of it last year. So it's hard to say what the scenario he, was, but Mixon yeah. was banged up. I, I think the thing that you gotta keep in mind with some of these scenarios um is uh like you said, Adam, you know, how valuable is the player, but also, you know, we're gonna we're gonna really find out how, how bad Joe Burroughs hurt he lose on Saturday, because then the one seed is in play for the Bengals. Right. You know, so do they really consider resting him to rest him to make sure he's 100% for the playoffs? Or do they say, oh, well, the Texans beat the Titans once before. We got a gift with the Broncos beating the Chiefs. We can go out and get a bye against a team, like he said, without their quarterback, and they probably, would, you know, could still beat them with their backups anyway. So it, it's a very, very interesting dilemma. You know, when I was ranking the the Bengals prior to the Joe Burrow and, and Joe Mixon news I was kind of ranking them as if I'm going to change it on Saturday. You know, so here's where they are going into Saturday. And then if things change, you know, dial it back. But um yeah, I would imagine if the Chiefs lose and they're really gonna rest Burrow because he's hurt. Samaj so Perine's gonna play a ton.
0: Mm, well, here's the here's the good news. To make it easy on you, the Chiefs are not gonna lose. <laughs> They've beat yeah, the Broncos. 12 straight times, as Dave Tech told me yesterday. 12 straight losses to the Chiefs by the Denver Broncos. Uh, All right. So, uh, players to avoid. Jamie, who are we sitting this week?
2: Uh, I would like to sit all the Packers. You know, I I think that's the the scary one because the Cowboys seem like they're going to play based on everything that you're hearing. And I think with their struggles, it makes some sense. I don't understand the Packers playing more than a a quarter. um, To get some... Keep some rhythm. To uh, I think Devontae Adams like four yards away from fifteen hundred. Uh, you know maybe Rodgers throws another touchdown or two to get the MVP. Um, so they can still be good in a quarter because it's Detroit and they're so efficient. But also I mean they can just kind of go through the motions and maybe try a few plays or two that they're thinking of using in the in the postseason. And it's a three and out. It's a field goal and you're not getting a lot of fantasy production. So I would like to avoid the Packers mostly if I could.
0: Okay, so Heath. How do you feel about the Packers? Somebody asked in our chat, "Would you play T. Higgins or Brandon Cooks over Devontae Adams?"
1: Uh, not Higgins, because I don't know that he'll play any more than Devontae Adams does. Right, but 100, I would play Cooks over Devontae Adams. Okay, anyone in particular that you're avoiding this week? Um, I would like, like I know he had 94 yards last week, but I'd like to stay away from Brandon Ayuk. Um, the reports on Jimmy Garoppolo's thumb were not exactly encouraging from his partial day of practice. He was talking about how much it hurts. So I'm kind of thinking it'll be Trey Lance again. And I can't imagine we'll have a game with as little involvement as we saw last week from George Kittle. And even with that little involvement, Ayuk only saw six targets. So I I don't trust Brandon Ayuk.
2: You want to find Ayuk stat? Yeah. He's played the Rams twice. He has a touchdown in one of those two games. What do you think his fantasy, his PPR average in those two games are against the Rams in two games with a touchdown? 9.5. 7.5. Heath is closest. It's seven. (laughs) (laughs) Not good history. Five catches for 38 yards and a touchdown against the Rams. Two means.
0: Okay. So we've got CBS Sports HQ. What's the schedule this week? Regular schedule? Sunday?
2: Uh, Yes. We have uh, three more episodes until we are done for the majority of the offseason. So we have uh, today at noon, Thursday at noon. Friday at noon. Um, that one you know, Adam, because you're on it. usually promote it. It's the only one you promote. Yeah, and watch then that Sunday, one. Sunday, <laughs> uh, then Sunday at t- 10 a.m. Eastern until 1.
0: Oh, 10, okay, great. 10 a.m. to 1. Perfect. Yeah. All right, that's your CBS Sports HQ Fantasy Football Today schedule. You can watch it on the CBS Sports app. You can watch it on your connected device. I got it on my Roku. Check out CBS Sports HQ. If you don't want to watch Fantasy Football Today, watch anything on CBS Sports HQ. It's just great sports content, a lot of gambling content, Um Remember when you were growing up and you loved Sports Center? That's basically what CBS Sports HQ is. It's none of the goofy talk show stuff. It's just for for real sports fans. You'll love it. No, they're a little goofy. Yeah, I mean, we have fun, but uh you know, it's not talking heads with with dumb opinions anyway. Uh so I was going to ask who's resting this week. Should we do that? Who's resting this week?
2: I would like to be resting this week. Um <laughs> I slept, can I tell you, I, I fell asleep last night at 9.30. Usually I sleep for Ooh. like an hour or two, then I'll get up and work. Um, I never woke up. Good for you. I slept 10 hours last night. First time I have slept 10 hours straight. Maybe, maybe. Since, since, week, since quote, week
0: 17 <laughs> of last year.
2: Um, who's resting? Uh, the Bengals, I think. So there's also the comment from Zach Taylor about Chase could, quote, potentially play. Against Cleveland, how many yards is he away from the rookie record?
1: Uh he needs forty five to set the rookie record.
2: So do they try to get him the rookie record? Because it seems like forty five yards with Brandon Allen could be six targets, maybe. I mean could be a, a challenge. Yeah.
1: But you just throw it to him on your first sixth place.
2: Uh you can, but there's also a lot of tackling probably going on there, and that's risk.
0: I'm gonna so, jump out for one second, guys. I'm sorry. I'll sure. be. I'll be right back.
2: Um, so you have the Bengals situation that I think you got to keep an eye on. To me, that's really the that and the Eagles are the two with the Packers. Th- those three teams, I think, those are the ones you got to worry about the most.
1: Yeah, I I don't expect the Cowboys to play a full game, but I don't know if they're gonna play a half or or how much they're going to play. I know they say they're going to play, but the Eagles don't have enough to keep them playing a full game. I don't think.
2: Well, the last time we saw them play a half was two weeks ago against Washington, and it was a very impressive half. You know, right. So if you're talking about a, a, a weaker opponent, and right now that's what the Eagles look like based on who's on the COVID list for them, um, especially if they decide to bench Jalen Hurts, which makes a lot of sense, I would think that the Cowboys put up a lot of points in whatever amount of time that they're on the field.
1: Um, and then Washington, there was the comment about them playing the young guys. I, I, the only one I wonder about is if they just play Patterson and don't risk Antonio Gibson.
2: He came off the COVID list and right to the injured list. So um, he was limited on Wednesday with the, the toe injury again, or maybe it was the hip injury again. I don't know, but uh, limited in some capacity. So I don't understand why you play him unless he just really wants to play. You know, so I think Patterson is is definitely a play. That's the thing. It's like, you know, you got Samaj P. Ryan, um, you have Kenneth Gainwell, you have um I think Patrick Taylor is worth looking at for the Packers just because why would you play either running back if you're, you know, the Packers and how they use those guys.
0: Hey guys, sorry about that.
2: So, we were just discussing Adam. Rank these four guys if we find out that everybody is resting or sitting for injury purposes. So, Samaj P. Ryan, Kenneth Gainwell, Jared Patterson, and Patrick Taylor.
0: Oh, Patterson won. Taylor's last because he's not going to, because the Packers aren't going to sit for the entirety. Patterson, P. Ryan, Gainwell. And Taylor.
2: So why P Ryan over Gainwell?
0: Um, I because I don't know because the Cowboys, well the Cowboys said they're going to play. Is that part of it? Yes. Okay, so the Cowboys said they're going to play, and they're actually pretty good. I mean, they give up like the fourth or fifth fewest fantasy points to running backs. It's weird. Um, what's we'll the Eagles the have
1: their have. better quarterback playing? Them. Michael that? Parsons is already out.
2: Uh, that's true. Parsons being out is a big deal. And uh, the Eagles have their better quarterback playing with Gardner Mitchell. <laughs> yeah.
0: Why uh, P Ryan? Uh, yep. I I don't know. I mean, I guess just we kind of. I, I don't have a strong opinion. Obviously, that was the toughest one for me, right? I went one four. And Those at the top
2: two. If Patterson is not starting, if Patterson's starting, he's the best. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we agree there.
1: Um.
0: All right. You want to do some news and notes? and Get into the games.
1: I I had some news. Um. Red Zone Scott Hansen agrees with me on the Chargers and the Raiders and doesn't see how it's any different than teams resting players for the playoffs.
0: With them tying, yes, no, it's just, uh, it's just ridiculous.
1: It would be the greatest thing that's would ever happened awful in the NFL. Well, if they tie, what happens if the Colts? Win? If if the if the Colts lose, because that yeah, game it's only is before theirs, right? Yeah. That's the thing is, if the Colts lose, the Chargers and Raiders should tie.
0: If the Colts, Colts the win Western and West. they tie, then who gets in? Like Steelers or Ravens?
1: I think it depends on if the Steelers are Ra- maybe. I mean, they can't tie if the Colts win. That's not that's not on the table.
0: <laughs> that they should. That would be but great. That would be poetic justice if if the Colts win and then they play it out and then they tie. Like if they were planning on playing for a tie, if the Colts lose and they're like, okay, now we'll play, and then they tie and they both miss. That would be great. Um, news and notes. Here we go. Gibson, Antonio Gibson is off the reserve COVID list, but I assume you guys just talked about him. Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow are out. Kirk Cousins is back. Justin Fields is going to start this week. Now, Jamie, you said Fields would have been at the top of your waiver wire list.
1: Yes. Okay, so you can go get oh, him. Oh, no. Antonio Brown has tweeted out a m- movie poster of Home Alone 2 with him as the person who is Home Alone and Tom Brady and Bruce Arians peeking into the picture as the robbers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is Home Alone 2?
2: Jeez, why did he use well, Home Alone he's, he's now saying that uh, Alex Guerrero, who we know is Brady's trainer, um, is withholding money from him. Man, he's got some, some issues here. I'm sorry, like...
0: I obviously, you know how I feel about Antonio Brown on this podcast. This is this is a sad situation. Um, okay. Anyway, Uh, Micah Parsons officially out, or just probably out.
2: Uh, he's on the COVID list, I believe, because of the timeline. I don't think he's going to be able to play.
0: Pittsburgh cornerback Joe Hayden is on the COVID list. That's a big game. They're gonna they're gonna play it out. Uh, Bradley Chubb, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, they're back. Cam Akers is gonna play this week.
2: What do you make of that?
0: Full go in practice. Cam Akers. Really happy for him.
2: Well, yeah, (laughs) based on what I was listening to what Ian Rapport was saying yesterday, it sounds very encouraging from what Les Need told him, general manager of the Rams. What does it mean for
1: Sony Michelle? I don't think it doesn't mean anything for this week.
2: I think it probably takes him from, you know, ninety percent snap count, whatever he's been playing, to, you know, 80, 85. Okay. If you have, I mean, think about these two teams. If the Rams and the Titans get their get those guys back, obviously Derrick Henry is a different scenario. But if if Cam Akers is anything close to what he was,
0: that's huge. Yeah, it's a big deal. Uh, Jared Cook is off the COVID list. Dan Arnold is off the COVID list. I wonder if he has a chance to play this week. He had a stretch of four or five games with sixty or more yards. Uh, James Conner was. Li- oh, this is a little little switch, little flip here. James Connor was limited in practice, and Chase Edmonds missed practice. So we'll see what happens there as they face the Seahawks. Elijah Mitchell mispractice, probably a maintenance thing. Michael Carter mispractice and Tevin Coleman is off the COVID list. We're going to talk about that game. That's the last one we'll get to. Jets at Bills. Braxton Berrios mispractice. I don't know what that's all about. Hopefully he's okay. Wednesday practices aren't aren't a huge deal. Uh, David Njoku mispractice. Nick Chubb was limited. Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn practiced in full. So maybe that's a, you know. At going into the week, he was barely rostered, Jamie. So, uh, Vaughn over Bell.
2: Oh boy, it's such a tough one because you know will will they try and get Levy on work, um, just in case you know you have the issue with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. So I I would say I would probably lean Vaughn over Jones. I'm sorry, Vaughn over Bell, um, but not by a significant m- margin.
0: I wonder what Vaughn Bell would have to say about that. Jimmy Garoppolo, Heath already mentioned, not looking good.
2: Give him the heater. Give him the heater.
0: Kadarius Toney was limited in practice. Emmanuel Sanders missed practice. Clyde Edwards Euler missed practice. Damian Harris was limited. Kyle Pitts missed practice. And Denver could be without cornerbacks Ronald Darby and Patrick Sertan for their Saturday showdown at the Chiefs. All right, here's the game of the week Chargers at Raiders. We're going to start each game with a 2022 question, and then we'll get into week 18. 2022 question. Now, I tried to make this one player from each team, but it wasn't really possible with this game. So Keenan Allen or CeeDee Lamb in 2022?
2: Allen. Keenan Allen.
0: This will be... Keenan Allen right now is a top 12 wide receiver per game in PPR. If that holds through week 18, that will be five years in a row as a top 12 wide receiver. But I do have a cool CD Lamb stat that I'd like to share with you. If you give me a second. Okay. Takeaway week one, is a very Azar stat here. Takeaway week right. one, he had a big game, Lamb, but Gallup played a half. Um, so he played seven games without Gallup and seven games with Gallup, and he averaged 8.17 yards per target with Gallup and 10.35 yards per target without Gallup. That is a huge difference, and almost certainly because he played in the slot with Gallup, and out wide without him. So I thought that was pretty interesting.
1: What say you, Heath? That is interesting, and he probably won't have Gallup next year. Right. So that's um, assuming that he plays outside more next year and they don't add an outside wide receiver. That could make him more efficient. I don't know. I I generally think of guys in the slot are probably going to earn more targets per route, but the, he will be more efficient with those targets most likely.
2: I wonder if, and, you know, I was thinking about this, Adam, when you had Chris Godwin ranked as a top seven guy for you um, in our early 2022 rankings, which is done HQ, that these injured players, do they take a discount to take a one-year deal to stay with their respective teams? And so, like, could Gallup do something to stay in Dallas, to be with the system that he's in, show that he's healthy, to hopefully get himself a big deal moving forward?
0: Yeah. I think that would work for Gallup, but, Godwin is going to get paid, you know. I don't. I don't know that an ACL people they come back pretty pretty quickly
2: from ACLs now. They do, but you know, you're still talking about Godwin's going to command a mega deal. Yeah, Gallup not so much. No. Yeah. All
0: right. So anyway, Chargers, Raiders, <sighs> Justin Herbert is top six. Um, <laughs> Eckler is a start. I don't know. I mean, Raiders not so bad against quarterbacks. They're tenth. And Herbert's been a little disappointing, two straight games. Are you guys comfortable with him?
2: Yeah. Herbert, yeah.
0: Okay. See if I can get that
1: primetime stat for Justin. If Herber. you are a top-ten quarterback and there is no concern about whether you are playing, then I am very comfortable with you. Uh, so I didn't realize
2: he's third in fantasy points. It's pretty right. Amazing.
1: Yeah. What about Carr? How do you guys feel about him? Hands off. I'm not quite hands off just because I don't know... Um, I mean, he's getting Waller back in theory, and there's enough quarterbacks who I have questions about that he's a he's a borderline top twelve guy.
2: He has not had more than twelve fantasy points in five straight games. Those all were all without, Darren all Waller, without right? Waller, though. All without Waller.
0: So let's see what he did without. It was three games he played. Now he, it was actually three and a half games. He had a good game with Waller getting hurt at Dallas. He had a great game, um, but. In three games without Ruggs and with Waller, I think he had two bad games and one good game. I'll just get there. Almost there. Uh, yeah, 11 points at the Giants, but he threw for 296 yards. 21 points against the Chiefs. 10 points against the Bengals. Uh, that was only a 27-pass attempt game. So that was our three games without Ruggs, but with Waller. 11, 21, and 10 fantasy points. Uh, the Chargers, 17th against quarterbacks, but, man, they... Their defense is, is, I think, fully healthy now. So, all right, Jamie, why hands off? Like, like, who would you start over Derek Carr?
2: Oh, I'd start Fields over him. I'd start Roethlisberger over him. I would start um, Wentz over him. I would start. I don't know how much more you want me to keep going. Um, That's fine. That works.
0: Uh, okay. Eckler's good. Keenan Allen's good. Mike Williams, starter sit. Boom bust
1: number three.
2: Story of his career.
0: <laughs> By the way, here's the t- the uh, stat about Justin Herbert in primetime from Daniel Popper of the Athletic. Five career primetime games, one thousand four hundred eighteen passing yards, fourteen touchdowns, two interceptions, sixty five percent completion rate, one hundred and thirty two rushing touchdowns or rushing yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Josh Jacobs, like him, love him, gotta have him. What do you think, mm-hmm. Heath? Must
2: start running back just like he has been all year. Uh what was the uh email you sent me with the Yeah, man, Justin Salivating, Jones, I
0: think it was. <laughs> Salivating. <laughs> it was uh I was just reading about the Chargers and the Athletic and how big of an impact Justin Jones had last week as they got torched by Rex Burkhead and then they held the Denver and then he was out that game, he comes back and Denver running backs averaged three point zero four yards per carry in their last eight games with Justin Jones. Running backs are averaging three point nine one yards per carry against the Chargers with eight touchdowns.
1: I think three point nine one is almost exactly what you should expect from Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Oh
0: well, but would you start you know P Ryan over him or Jarrett Patterson if those situations played out? I, w- I would not.
2: Uh, no, I think the thing you got to like about Jacobs is like when things are going poorly for him running the ball. He's been so involved in the passing game, you know, so yeah, um, this this is their season. You know, he's going to get as much work as he can handle. I don't think they want to put this on Derek Carr.
1: I was thinking about the thing you talked about with 50 catches yesterday, Adam, and you were measuring it by 16 games because you wanted to be consistent with past years. And we do know that running backs are, are catching fewer passes than they have in the past. But I think the easiest way to adjust that is just stick with 50 catches and they get an extra game to attain it now. OK, we'll see, we'll see who gets there. And, um, and Josh Jacobs didn't need an extra game because, as we all knew, coming into the year, he's one of the best pass catching running backs in the league.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, a running back has scored in 10 of the last 12 games against the Chargers. That's the good news. Hunter Renfro with Waller back. So here were the three games he played without Waller with without Rugs and with Waller. 7 catches, 49 yards and a touchdown at the Giants. 7 catches, 46 yards and a touchdown against the Chiefs. He had 9 targets in each game. 4 catches, 30 yards against the Bengals. So a small sample size, but in those three games, that was before he really broke out. That was before the three straight 100-yard games. That was 50 or fewer yards, or 49 or fewer yards in all three games, but with two touchdowns. Do you consider him to be a must-start against a team that gives up the fourth-fewest fantasy points to wide receivers?
2: I think he's a number-two receiver in PPR and a borderline starter in non-PPR and two-receiver leagues.
1: This is where you attack the Chargers defense, right?
2: In
0: the slot? Probably. They got pretty good on the outside.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, Chris Harris has not been the same guy, but he's still a tough matchup. But I think you just gotta buy into what Hunter Renfro has done for the majority of the season and hope that he continues to come through. It's just a matter of, you know, how we don't just know how know how Waller is. I mean, you know, this this could be fifty percent of Darren Waller, it could be eighty percent of Darren Waller, you know, it just if if he's if he's limited in any capacity and more of a decoy, then it could be good for Renfro or it could just be bad for Renfro because Waller's back and Derek Carr's leaning on him to the same extent that he was.
1: Any interest in Zay Jones with Waller back? Minimal. He's in the Mike Williams range for me. Boom bust number three.
0: I should also point. Out, I should also point out. Excuse me. That the Chargers are fourth best against receivers, but they have really been struggling lately. Most of that, I think, has been injuries, but perhaps they were just performing over their head earlier this year. Uh, Darren Waller. So, all right. We know for two things. First of all, having a kind of a disappointing season. I don't think we can just gloss over that. Uh, but also. Guys come back coming back from injury, sometimes it takes a game or two to get back in the flow. So uh Heath, how much confidence do you have in Waller? Where'd you end up ranking him?
1: I think I've got him around six. I wouldn't be surprised if he falls to seven or eight by the time I get everything updated on Saturday morning. But um he's he's probably a start. I prefer Zach Ertz over him, but that's the only guy that might be a surprise.
0: What about what about uh Goddard? Oh, he's Goddard is on the COVID list. On the COVID list uh, so not-, not him.
1: <laughs> Schultz, like Schultz, Schultz, would be over him if you promised me the Cowboys were playing a full game. I can No promise. one will make that promise. I can't promise you that. No.
0: Okay. All right. So, mostly going to start Waller. Agree, Jamie. We good? Uh yes. Yeah. Who wins the game?
1: Chargers. I think that's right. What's the spread? It has, um, let's see, currently at Caesars, Chargers are three-point favorites, and this game has one of the, maybe the, highest over-under of the weekend. All right, I'm going Chargers. We'll take a break. When we come back, Kansas City
0: at Denver. We'll be right back. Nope, never mind. Denver at Kansas City. We'll be right back. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices Yeah. Okay. Oh, come on. I thought you got sleep last night. What happened? It is
1: (laughs) actually in Denver.
0: Oh, it's in Denver. Okay. I was right the first time. Kansas City at Denver. Uh, 2020 question of the 2022 question of the game. If Melvin Gordon is not back with the Broncos, Javante Williams or Travis Kelsey?
2: Uh, I will probably draft Javante Williams first and make a mistake in doing so, but that's what I'll probably do. <laughs> it, it will really, like,
1: is it Javante Williams and Mike Boone's the number two? No, it's because that, like, no. that does matter who the number two is. It's, uh, you know, who they could bring in who if he doesn't stay in Arizona is maybe like James Conner. That's what I was going to say. I, I was thinking more like a Devonte Booker. If it's James Conner, then it's Kelsey for sure for me. Yes. Okay, so the Giants the can't fun. let the number one running back go.
2: Don't ruin the fun.
0: <laughs> so how much confidence do you have in the Chiefs' offense against this defense, which, as I mentioned earlier, might be without two top cornerbacks for this game, but in Bradley general— is out, correct? I don't know. He's back. He's off the COVID list. So
1: I, I don't know. Um, um, you start Mahomes, you start Tyreek, you start Kelsey, and you start Daryl Williams as long as Clyde is out
2: yeah, there's no real guessing game here. I mean who you who you mentioning of those guys?
0: okay. And then that's pretty much it. Uh, Daryl Williams or uh Josh Jacobs
2: uh Williams for me. I'll go
1: Jacobs, but it's close.
0: and if Clyde Edwards either plays, which doesn't look likely right now,
2: um, top twenty uh no. No, because I don't think he's going to be 100%. I don't think he'll play the full allotment of snaps. Um, remember, this was the game, I believe, he had had two good games in a row coming back, and then he struggled to whatever extent you, you consider him struggling. But Williams actually was better in that game. He had three three catches for 60 yards. Uh, Darrell Williams did. So I, I think Williams would probably still be my preferred Chiefs running back, even if that were to their place.
0: All right. Uh, so over to the Broncos. No lock. He It's... Lock is starting Bridgewater's on IR. I
2: would not start any Broncos if you can.
0: Well break down the Broncos running backs because if you're sitting there and you have Javante or Melvin Gordon and you're, you know, your best option is is uh Keyshawn Vaughn or something like that. You know, what are you doing with the Broncos running backs?
2: I would go Williams, Vaughn, and Gordon.
1: I think that's probably right. I might just go Vaughn over both.
2: would wouldn't fight you.
0: So it's Samaje P. Ryan, in theory, you would start over the Broncos.
2: Yes. yes. Gain well over the Broncos, if we get word that the other guys aren't playing. Um, uh, Jared Patterson, for sure, if there's no Antonio Gibson.
0: Mm-hmm. Rex Burkhead or Bronco?
2: Um, I don't like Rex to this week, so I would go both Broncos over.
0: Yeah. Okay. David
1: Johnson has
2: returned from the COVID list.
0: All right. Uh, we're going to sit the Denver wide receivers. What about Noah Fant? You like him this week? The Chiefs, they're nineteenth against tight ends. So and misleading. What?
2: They're much better than nineteenth.
0: Uh, they have not allowed a touchdown in their last nine games to a tight end, I think.
2: Yeah, I think I mean look, you got you got Noah Fant's best game. Eight games. I know it wasn't statistically his best game, but it was his best game. Um, you had no Judy, no Patrick. They're both back. Uh that was a that was a dream matchup against the Chargers. This is such a such a tougher opponent.
0: But you still have him around 12th, right? Just by default.
2: Uh, when I adjust my rankings eventually, uh, he will not be in the top 12. No, he's going to be around 16 for me.
0: Okay. Sit Noah Fant. Kansas City's DST is a start. Right now, they're second for Jamie and eighth for Heath. They'll be somewhere in that range. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Did you see Drew
2: Locke's comment, by the way? No. Oh, it's about uh, to- Make me a starter and I'll make you a winner. Something like that. Oh, that's what he said? Yeah. If he if he got a chance to start for a full season, he thinks he'd be a winning quarterback. Hmm.
0: I don't agree. That, but I mean, he should I think like that. I like it. I like it. I like to be yeah, it's Not true,
2: but
1: right.
0: Uh, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Your 2022 question of the game: Nick Chubb or Joe Mixon?
2: Uh, Mixon and PPR, Chubb and none.
0: Yep. So let's uh, look at half PPR. Sorry, not letting you off the hook that easy. Mixon. Mixon. So let's talk about this game for at least a half hour or 30 seconds. Who's who? Are we starting at this game,
2: Nick Chubb. Yes, Nick Chubb.
1: Well, probably how
2: nervous, Ryan
0: too. Yeah, but how nervous are you about Chubb? Right, he's got the ribs injury, and they got nothing to play for. There's no Baker Mayfield. You know, is is it normal Nick Chubb or is it downgraded Nick Chubb?
2: Well, I would I would imagine if the Bengals are sitting Burrow and they're sitting Mixon and they're probably going to sit the receivers and CJ Ozama's banged up. Um, what defender? Defensive players are they going to sit because they've already ruled the two overall. really good ones out, right? Huh?
1: They've already, they've already, already got a couple on the COVID list, right?
2: Uh, yes. Yes. So, I mean, they're going to start pulling guys off the field if they start them at all. So, I mean, this could be the Nick Chubb show. Um, Kareem Hunt is still dealing with the ankle injury. Darius Johnson's on the COVID list. I mean, they, uh, they brought in two running backs yesterday. I know they immediately placed one on the COVID list, but, um, Either it's to replace the other two guys, or it's to replace Chubb. So we'll find out when we get to to, to uh, Sunday. But if Chubb is active and playing, I mean, he's got top five upside if the Bengals are sending guys.
0: So I guess you'd start him over P Ryan.
2: I would start him over P Ryan. Yes.
0: All right. Do you have P Ryan ranked right now?
2: I have him ranked as a flex, with but I still have Mixon ranked. So once I update that, P Ryan will be in my top twenty-four.
0: Okay. So. Would you go with Pirine or
2: let's say Saquon Barkley? Uh, I would go with Pirine over Barkley. I would go with Pirine over the Broncos guys. I would go with Pirine over the Bucks guys. Um I would go probably Pirine. I go Pirine over the Packers guys because I'm concerned about that. Yeah, makes sense.
0: Okay. Any anyone in either passing game.
2: I think the only thing you want to look at is uh David Njoku did not practice on Wednesday. And so if he's out, you know, we've just kind of seen the pattern of the other guy has been good when one guy has been out. So I'd probably put Austin Hooper as a top 12 tight end. You look at, where'd Heath go? Oh. He's tired of you. That's so sad. (laughs) Heath left. Uh, I'm sure he'll be
0: back. So you look at the last four tight ends that the Bengals have faced. It's pretty funny. It's Kittle, then the Denver guys, then Andrews, then Kelsey. It's been quite a slate and they actually have been terrible. I mean, Kittle had 151 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the Denver tight ends had 115 yards. Andrews had 125 yards and a touchdown. Kelsey only had 25 yards and a touchdown. But I don't think you can take anything away from that. But just kind of a murderer's row there. And yeah. which... Uh, so is there a no sleeper appeal in, let's say, like a Donovan Peoples-Jones or a Landry? Like guys who are probably... I don't know about Landry, but Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's probably going to play, right? You know, and you might be desperate, even if it's Keenum?
2: I think that's the thing. It's, it's you know, Keenum and how much can you trust him? Because the only time we saw him start was the De'Aaron Johnson game. You know, he didn't throw very much. Yeah. So, I like I said, I would lean toward the, t- the, the non-injured tight end. So, if the joke was out, I'd lean toward Hooper, but it could be Harrison Bryant. I mean, he scored in two straight games. Um, I also think if you're talking about sleeper appeal, you know, they said two weeks ago they wanted to get Anthony Schwartz more involved. And so, does he have kind of like one of those week seventeen out of nowhere type of games? So
0: no, because it's week eighteen.
2: Bam. I'm sorry, week eighteen type of <laughs> game. Well, no, technically week seventeen type of games that we're going to get in week oh, eighteen. Oh
1: yeah, 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 sure, um, yeah.
2: So <laughs> he's somebody I would look at in DFS, but it wouldn't surprise me either way if any one of the younger guys—not not Landry, because I I'm going to guess he probably doesn't play much.
0: How about the DSTs in this game?
2: That's a tough. Uh, call, they're interesting. I mean, the Browns probably more so than the Bengals at this point because the Browns probably will at least play some of their guys.
0: Right. Okay, so you like Bengals better than the Browns. We have a question in our chat from Jasper. Chiefs DST or Titans DST?
2: They are both top five for me. Uh, I will lean toward the Chiefs.
0: Okay. Let's go to the Colts and the Jaguars. And the Colts, well, it's a better way to say it is the Jaguars have won the last six home games against the Colts. Either in Jacksonville or in London. They've won six straight at home against the Colts. That Crazy. is incredible. And it would be it would cause total chaos. <laughs> uh well, not really. It would just it would make things pretty interesting if they were able to win.
2: Uh, they will not win this week.
0: Probably not. Probably not. Oh, there he is. There's Heath. Welcome back. Thought we were all to leave for a short period of time <laughs> during this today. you you're allowed one. Twenty twenty two question for this game. Uh, it was a tough one, Travis Etn or Michael Pittman.
2: Uh, is James Robinson ready to go by September?
1: I'm gonna guess no, so I'm gonna say Etn. But if he is, then we may not have to treat Achilles the way we used to. If two guys can do it, definitely. Injury note in this game, Xavier
0: Rhodes, starting cornerback for the Colts. He's got a hamstring injury. Don't know if he'll be able to play.
2: All right, so Carson... Well, that'll unlock Marvin Jones
0: finally. <laughs> yeah. So Carson Wentz, do we like him this week? You know, he's he's a quarterback that's got something to play for. He's got a good matchup. You're always worried about in a game like this, pass volume. But, Jamie, do we like Carson Wentz this week?
2: Uh, like, don't love. You know, I would imagine this is a Jonathan Taylor game. You know, go out and... Get your win the best way possible. Uh, So I think we're going to see a lot of of Jonathan Taylor. Um, Wentz was not good in the first meeting against the Colts, against the Jaguars, excuse me. And he had, I believe, was over 30 uh, pass attempts. So typically, you know, you get that from him. He's going to be better more times than not. Uh, But I also think that you look at what the two quarterbacks against Jacksonville the last two weeks have done with Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, and based on their fantasy production, Um, Both guys had big games. Zach Wilson did it running the ball. Um, But I think Wentz is in line for that 18-point range, which puts him in the top 15 range. So if you are concerned about some of these guys sitting, obviously Burrow now, uh, potentially Rodgers, potentially Jalen Hurts. I don't think Wentz is the worst pivot play.
0: Okay. Heath, you would start Carr over Wentz? I would start Wentz over Carr. Oh, you like Wentz a lot then?
1: I've got Wentz as a top 12 guy. Um, but mostly I agree with what Jamie said. Like, the difference between top 12 and top 15 is negligible. Start, Taylor.
0: Starter set Michael Pittman. Jacksonville gives up the six most fantasy points to wide receivers.
1: Again, I think the concerns you have with Wentz are the same concerns you have with Pittman, that he only gets four or five targets, but thankfully against this defense, five targets could turn into 100 yards and a score. So I'm starting Michael Pittman. Okay. I agree. Uh, would you start Michael
0: Pittman or or T. Higgins?
2: Pittman. Uh, yeah, you got to go Pittman at this point.
1: I okay. I am like really not expecting anything from Higgins. How about Devontae Adams or Pittman?
2: Pittman. Uh, Pittman.
0: I'll take a half of Adams over a full game of Pittman.
1: We we don't know that it's a half. I think a half feel to me at least a half feels like the upside.
2: It could be a drive. I mean, we just don't know. That's the thing. This is always the thing. I I go back. I forget what year it was. It was like 2018 or 2019. Um, We were in this situation where I believe the Vikings had clinched the whatever spot in the wild card that they had. And they might have even been division when Rodgers got hurt. Uh, But they were going to the playoffs. And I said, sit Kirk Cousins because I don't think he's going to play. And he threw three touchdowns in the first quarter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's quite a quarter. Uh, All right, the Colts tight ends, no. And Trevor Lawrence, no. How about Daria Gumbawale? We've talked about uh, some exciting running backs today. No, okay.
2: It was fool's gold last week. You know, I mean, he he played more than Raikol Armstead, but the touches were very similar. And if he doesn't score, you're not even looking at Daria Gumbawale, so.
0: I mean, the touches were similar, but Armstead had six carries and Daria had nine. Uh, Gumbawale had two catches. Armstead had one, but... In the first half, it was like 6-1 to one in carries. It was basically Armstead got almost all of his work late in the game. Um, and But goomba did catch his touchdown very late in the game. All right, so, so try to avoid him. Uh, what about Laquan Treadwell coming off his best game? Six catches for 87 yards.
2: There are a lot of guys that are very similar in how they've kind of finished the season. Um, Jacoby Myers has kind of been this way his whole season. But Zay Jones... Uh, Treadwell, you're just not, you're not getting touchdowns from them, but it's like six for 50, almost on a consistent basis. So, uh, non PPR, no way, uh, PPR. I think if you need a third receiver, he's fine.
1: Treadwell is my favorite Jacksonville wide receiver. And I would start him over Kenny Gulladay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> would you start Treadwell or Devontae Adams? Adams. Okay. Adams. We reached we reached the point where we're starting Adams. If Dan Arnold plays, I have no idea if he will, but if he plays, is there any interest there?
2: Minimal.
1: Yeah, first game back, terrible team, bad quarterback. No, thank you. All right. Colts
0: DST is top five. Start him up. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. 2022 question. Deontay Johnson, top 12 wide receiver? Question mark?
1: Yes. I think so. And, like, he's been so – I want to I appraise him before I offer any critique. He's been so, so good at earning targets, um, really, really good at earning targets. But his efficiency is still amongst the worst in NFL history for a player who gets targeted at the rate he does. And I don't know if the quarterback play is going to be better next year.
0: Now, question. It, the efficiency is that – you said career. But I was under the impression that it, he was pretty efficient this season. That's what Jacob and Chris were talking about on Monday. So he had a, a an efficient season um, this year. No. I thought uh, maybe like, I don't misunderstand.
1: I'm, I'm sure those guys are really smart. I'm sure there is a measure by which he is. But for his career, he's averaging 6.9 yards per target. This year, he's averaging 7.0 yards per target. For his career, he's averaging 11.0 yards per catch this year he's averaging 11.1 yards per kick. I think it might be a per route thing. Um or I don't know. He's earning maybe more targets per route possibly. Maybe. I don't know, but maybe I misinterpreted is, what they said. The concern that I have is and I always make the joke that like the Steelers always say they want to run more but their offensive coordinator Ben Roethlisberger doesn't. I think if they go with a younger quarterback or I mean, I'd hate to even put this in the universe, but Mason Rudolph is just their quarterback next year. I think they probably will be more run heavy.
2: You've heard a lot of talk about, you know, maybe they're, they're eyeing Trubisky, um, which would be interesting to see if he can be better in a second chance with, you know, more stable system around him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how great that is for Deontay Johnson to be honest with you, but we'll see. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if they drafted somebody and went the Teddy Bridgewater route, you know, just, uh, And Andy Dalton route, you know, just a guy that can be sort of that, you know, bridge until until younger guy, which may or may not be good for somebody like Deontay Johnson. I think what you're hoping for is kind of his season long numbers from last year, which were good, but not great. You know, this year we're we're much better.
0: Okay, well, let's get uh, into this game here. Baltimore has allowed 90 yards or a touchdown to nine wide receivers in their last four games. Landry, Peoples-Jones, MVS, Adams, Higgins, Chase, Tyler Boyd, Cup, and Beckham. 90 yards or a touchdown to nine wide receivers in the last four games. So, Claypool is—well, Deontay Johnson obviously must start. What about Claypool, Heath, start or sit?
1: I just can't trust him right now. Um, There's so much disconnect with what we thought he would be and what he has been. And really, last year, it was just the touchdowns. And the hope was, yeah, there will be touchdown regression, but he will improve. And that hasn't happened. And so I I love the fact that he got the targets last week, but he did nothing with them. So I don't have a lot of confidence he'll get the targets this week. I don't want to... I'd start Laquan Treadwell over Claypool.
0: Ben Roethlisberger or Carson Wentz?
2: Ben for me.
1: I've got Wentz higher, but I'm going to look at that a little closer. They're in the same range. He's thrown 50 times this week. If this were a normal week, he would not be
0: ranked high, would he?
2: Uh, No. I mean, you know, I don't have... Hertz ranked. is uh, not there. Um, Rodgers is behind him, you know, just because of the concern he's going to play. So, yeah, no. Okay.
0: Uh, and obviously the Ravens' secondary stinks. They give up a ton of points, but Roethlisberger is playing. I mean, look at the last two games. Holy cow. 159 yards on 35 attempts, 123 yards on 46 attempts. A record-setting performance for him against Cleveland. Uh, so, yeah, the past attempts, they'll be there probably, but they haven't meant much. Pat Fryermuth or Darren Waller.
2: Waller, Uh, Waller.
0: Fryermuth or Dawson Knox.
2: Knox.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Fryermuth's not a top top twelve tight end for me. He's an interesting one for next year as well. Like because the the value that he's had is that they get to the red zone and Ben throws to him. Yeah. Without that, he's not somebody we ever really even consider.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot of touchdowns and not a lot of yards for sure. Uh, Friar Muth or Tyler Higby? Higby.
2: Uh, Higby and PPR, Friar none. All
0: right, let's go to the Ravens. Starter sit Tyler Huntley. Sit.
1: I don't <clears throat> I don't mind him as a low end starter. So Roethlisberger over Huntley? I would go Huntley over Roethlisberger.
2: Yeah, I'd go Ben. I mean, there's you know four games now of Huntley playing significant amount of time, and three of them he's not been good.
0: Uh, I didn't. I skipped Najee Harris. By the way, this is obviously one of the best run
1: defenses in football. So, and he wasn't great.
2: Starting him.
1: Yeah. It, this is a game that I hadn't really noticed has a kind of a weird line. The Ravens are five and a half point favorites.
2: Really? That's interesting. Uh yeah, it's supposed to be a rainy day in Baltimore too, so just keep that in mind. Um, and cold rain. But I think this, you know, the Steelers probably realize they're not going to the playoffs. So let Ben just I mean, he may throw it 60 times. <laughs> this may be Kobe's last game, you know, type thing. Just they to- won't know, I guess.
0: No, they're playing right. this game to be in the playoffs
2: they are playing to be in the playoffs but they are probably not going to the playoffs yeah but they're not the going to
0: approach it that way i mean I'll, oh of course yeah
2: of course but i mean there's so many things that have to happen in this for them to get it
1: will they will they be able to know during the game wait a They'll second there's not the colts, that much oh, maybe
0: i'm am i confused here i thought they just need a win and a colts loss is that not the case
2: no they need the well i mean the chargers
0: no, I think the Ravens need a lot more to happen. The, oh, maybe you're right. The Steelers, I believe, are in if they
1: win and the Colts lose. And they need <laughs> the Chargers and Raiders to not have the Neil fest. Not to tie. Right. To tie. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. So any interest in a Ravens running back against this horrible run defense? Tell that to Kevin Stefanski, by the way. Any interest in a Ravens run, running back?
2: Uh, Freeman's a flex. You know, you got to be encouraged by what he did last week after the two bad games prior to that.
0: Starter sit Marquise Brown.
2: Sit. He's so bad. <laughs> Joe Hayden's absence is good for him, but he's just been so non existent.
0: Yeah, bad. Look at his 16 game pace in his last seven games. It's 96 catches, which is awesome, for 683 yards and zero touchdowns on
1: 158 targets. <laughs> it's That's horrible. It's just amazing that as bad as that apparently their offense and quarterback situation is that they keep losing by one or two points to all these playoff teams. Yeah, I know Like they have the worst secondary in the league and they're starting Tyler Huntley at quarterback and they can't do anything in the passing game. And Devontae Freeman is
2: their leading rusher and they keep losing by one or two points to the best teams in the league. You just wonder if they had kicked the extra point on a couple of those two point conversion tries. Are they in the playoffs?
0: Yeah, maybe. I I like the one against the Packers. That's that's for sure. Um, all right, Mark well, Andrews. The, Steelers is st- was the first one, right? What's that? The Steelers was the first one. I don't, I honestly don't remember.
1: Yeah, okay. Steelers started the uh, the losing streak because the Steelers were the game before Lamar got hurt.
0: And Mark Andrews is a start. Um, what about the DSTs? We like them this week or no?
2: Uh, the Steelers. I think you're gonna get T.J. Watt getting the record.
0: Ooh. Well, it doesn't count anyway. 17 games.
1: (laughs) Why didn't you? (sighs) Oh, go ahead. ahead. A lot of people have said that on Twitter, and it really drives me crazy. Like, they played 14 games forever, and they changed it to 16. Like, every 16-game record should have an asterisk. I mean, nobody cares about the 14-game records though. (laughs) Because you weren't a kid when that was happening.
0: It's been been (laughs) enough time now. I mean, uh, you know, we only compare... Michael Strahan to the guys who played 16 games. Roger so, Roger Maris is the home run king, right? You know,
2: <laughs> although I guess that that kind of hurts my argument. Um, so 10 years from now, if if T.J. Watson has the record, you're still going to say no. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I think that'll be enough to, Wait, wait. Roger Maris did it in 162 games, right? Uh, so Babe Ruth is the home run king because he did it in like 150 something. He hit he hit 61. I know what the hell. What what are the numbers? Some help me out. Maris
1: hit sixty-one.
0: Maris hit sixty-one. So Ruth hit sixty. I'm pretty sure Mark McGuire's the home run
2: record guy. Yeah, well, he doesn't count though.
0: Uh, New England at Miami. It's Bonds. It's It's Bonds.
2: The record holders are Maris. Is the home run king? No, it's Ruth. Strahan the 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 the, the sack the sack leader.
0: Yeah. See, Strahan is Babe Ruth, because Strahan did it with fewer games. And Watt might not break the record anyway, but uh, And any
1: scoring records had to be occur before the three-point line because like they didn't even get to play
0: the three point line back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they started counting sacks until no, actually the 1983 best, the best, or something.
2: The best sack artist is uh Deacon Jones.
0: Yeah, did he how many did he have? I mean, I know they weren't counting. None. It they then. never counted. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look up Babe Ruth. I'm curious now. <sighs> Okay, New England at Miami. Your 2022 question Tua Tunga or Mac Jones?
2: Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Mac Jones. Like everything,
1: week 18, we don't know yet. Um, I am. That last game really made me feel a lot more like the Dolphins are going to go get a different quarterback. So I'll say Mac Jones.
0: Okay. So in this game, Mac Jones definitely over Tua, I assume.
2: Yeah, but. Do you know what Mac Jones is averaging on the road this year?
0: Oh, no, I don't.
2: Uh, So his best game on the road, he had the 20-point game against the Colts in the comeback effort uh, loss a couple of weeks ago. He's averaging on the road, factoring in he took a zero against the Buffalo Bills in the three pass attempts, so keep that in mind. Uh, He's averaging 10 fantasy points per game in seven road games this year.
0: (laughs) My goodness. Wow, that's almost like Babe Ruth hitting 60 home runs in 151 games in 1927, how many, but the opposite of it.
1: How, is, is Mac Jones averaging 20 fantasy points per game in home games?
2: He must be. I, mean, I don't been, know what his
1: season-long average is, but it feels like it's around 15.
2: I'll tell you in one sec.
0: He's been uh, 20 or more fantasy points in four of his last seven games. Dolphins are good. I mean, let's... They give. They are good against quarterbacks. Six best. Um, all right. So, so I, I guess low end starter. How about no? No, I'm sorry. No number two, not low end starter. I was thinking top twenty four, but you don't have to start two quarterbacks in most leagues. Uh, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson Heath. How are we looking at the Patriots running backs against the Dolphins, who were playing great against the run, and then last week everything just fell apart for them.
1: Um, Harris is a low end number two. Stevenson is a high end flex. Okay. I would start both over. I think I'd start both over Zeke and over Aaron Jones. I'm less sure about Aaron Jones. The problem with Zeke is like he kind of needs volume to be even a borderline starter. I could see Aaron Jones having a good first half. It's h- harder for me to see Zeke having a good game in one half. And maybe Zeke will play the whole game, but like if you're going to rest anybody, why wouldn't it be that guy? Sure.
0: Okay. Uh, who is there any case to be made that Jalen Waddell is not the best wide receiver in this game?
1: The matchup. He's the
2: best wide receiver in this
1: game. All right. The case would be using Devontae Parker's numbers versus the Patriots over the last couple of years. I think they're really good. Mm. But no, it's a bad case.
0: All right. Well, the case would be Jacoby Myers is not facing the Patriots, and he's been pretty reliable lately. But no, okay, Waddle. Uh, you-
2: Mac Jones is averaging 16.8 points per game at home. Uh, but that's also factoring in the four point dud he had against the Bills. So take that out. He's probably a lot better. That was last week, right?
0: No, that was two weeks ago. Sorry. That was two weeks ago. All right. So is Waddle a must start going right back to him? Yes. Yeah, I'm starting Waddle. How about Jacoby Myers?
2: So Jacoby Myers on the road. Uh, very reflective of his quarterback, also not very good. And so uh, we know he doesn't score touchdowns, so take that into account. The Dolphins have a lot of touchdowns to a wide receiver. I think it's like six straight games. Uh, but Jacoby Myers on the road is... I have not allowed a touchdown to a wide receiver in six straight games. Have not allowed a touchdown to a wide exactly. receiver.
0: Exactly. I think it's five straight, yeah.
2: Uh, maybe five straight. Um, so he's averaging a robust 6.1 PPR points per game on the road. And his best game on the road was the Colts game. Mac Jones, best game on the road was the Colts game. Uh, That was 10 PPR points. So I think you kind of know what you're getting for Jacoby Myers. 10 is probably the ceiling.
0: Hunter Henry or Mike Kosicki? Uh,
2: I will take the chance with Hunter Henry scoring as opposed to Mike Kosicki struggling.
0: Yeah, Kosicki, it's it's not looking good. He's not playing great. He's not having big numbers, and the Patriots are the best against tight ends, or maybe the second best. Um, Is there any interest in Duke Johnson against a vulnerable Patriots run defense? No. All right. Start the Patriots DST. How about the Dolphins DST? Starter sit.
2: Uh, low end starter. I'd go back to them, but you know I would take a look and see if the Washington Football Team is available.
0: Yeah. Now right, we've got two more games: Tennessee at Houston. Twenty twenty two. Question: Is Brandon Cooks a top sixty overall pick? Yes. Yeah. Top forty eight.
2: Is he no. still in Houston? Yes. Uh, top 48, yes. Fourth round pick.
1: Yeah. Okay. Heath, you seem a little hesitant on that. No, I'd probably say like the are we asking what he should be or what he will what be. What he will be. I think he will be a round five pick. Brandon Cook has always drafted at least one round after he should be.
2: Okay. Uh this is um this is something that's interesting. Six career seasons with 15 plus games for Brandon Cooks. He has at least 80 catches in four of those his worst was 65 catches he has a thousand yard season in all six of those um his worst was a thousand and eleven and he has at least six touchdowns in four of those, five of those six
0: glad i drafted mark Calloway callaway
2: over him that was uh Real bold, bold
0: call, Mike. Well, point. I mean, two of the last
2: three weeks, you got great production, Marcus
0: <laughs> Yeah, Believe me, he's not on that team anymore. <laughs> uh Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill or uh Big Ben.
2: For twenty twenty two, I'll take Tannehill. <laughs> no. <laughs> For week eighteen of twenty twenty two. Uh Good. I will take Big Ben.
0: All right. Tannehill or Mac Jones? Tannehill. Deontay Foreman looks like a must-start in this matchup, top 15 in non-PPR, top 18 in PPR.
2: The only thing that would change that is if uh, Derrick Henry will play. Yeah. Uh, doesn't seem likely, but... Doesn't yeah. seem likely, but you never know. All right, so when I looked at the rankings,
0: Jamie had A.J. Brown in the top six, and Heath had him around 20th. Is that is that still the case? That's That sounds correct. All right, so let's have a little rankings dispute on A.J. Brown, who Heath... Definitely was right about last week. Heath, why are you, I would say, low on him as at 20th or so?
1: Um, it's the same thing that I said last week. It's just what this Titans passing game has been this season. And I don't know that there's a lot of volume in this game against the Houston Texans because they've been so bad against running backs. So he has the ability with one play to make my ranking look dumb. Like He could probably score enough points on one play to finish in the top 20. But it's just been so up and down, and Tannehill's not been as good, and the passing game as a whole hasn't been very good, and so I have a hard time projecting that high.
0: And Jamie, you have him in the top six.
2: Uh, yeah, I think he's just too good to get away from, and with the cir- circumstances that we're looking at, from around several wide receivers, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, you know, some of the stars who are clearly not going to play very much, uh, I will buy into AJ Brown putting up good production as long as he's healthy. He had nine targets in the first game between these two teams and where Ryan Tannehill pooped and threw up all over himself with four interceptions. Um, He did not play well with those nine targets in that first meeting with uh, five catches for 48 yards. I think he will do better this time around.
0: So Heath, if you've been kind of ranking AJ Brown, you know, around 20th or so each of the last two weeks, how does that apply to your rankings for him next year?
1: Um, I will probably take more of a big picture look next year and hope that with Derrick Henry back and things a little bit more settled, maybe that he bounces back, but I won't rank him top six next year for sure. He'll probably be, and we talked about this yesterday. We kind of did this after AJ Brown's rookie year and said, look how good he was in the final eight games. He's going to be a top 10 wide receiver. And he almost was, but he had some injuries at the beginning of the year. So then this year he said, yeah, but he had injuries at the beginning of the year. So he's going to be a top 10 receiver. I probably won't rank him as a top 10 wide receiver. I'm probably going to have to see it first.
0: Okay. And uh, I guess, Heath, you'd you'd rather have Brandon Cooks in this game and Jamie would rather have uh, A.J. Brown. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. But they're both must-start guys. Well, they're both in the top 20, and Cooks is in the top 13, I think, for everybody. So how about Rex Burkhead? So last week he faced a really tough defense, and he ended up with 79 total yards and six catches. So it's the passing game role that's big. But you think David Johnson coming off the COVID list maybe affects that? Why are we so low on, on Burkhead? I mean, he's not even in the top 24.
2: I mean, the volume has been nice. It's three straight games of at least 16 total touches. So you can look at that and say maybe he is the guy uh, for the Texans, despite David Johnson coming back. Now, Johnson not – just missing time last week because of the COVID list, he's also been banged up. So take that into account. But I do think that you're just looking at this Titans team in general. And if you were to say, okay, two games ago against the Chargers, Texas playing with the lead, he was amazing. You know, 28 carries or 20 some odd carries for 128 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, last week you mentioned the six catches. Uh, is that a byproduct of Davis Mills getting better and and leaning on his full arsenal of, of weapons? Or was that just kind of a one game fluke against San Francisco? Uh, But the Titans are number one in terms of, or number two. I don't know where they are in terms of between them and the Saints. They're one. Uh, Top two Um, in terms of fantasy points allowed to opposing running backs. uh, In a game script where they were playing with a lead, the first time these two teams met, because again, Ryan Tannehill pooped and threw up all over himself. Um, He had 18 carries for 40 yards and no catches. So he scored a few games this season. I just don't think he's going to have a big game. I, I would say probably 10 PPR points is the ceiling and probably six or seven
1: nine. There's just, like, he has one game this season with more than 50 rushing yards. Yeah, that's not good. And it wasn't last week. And he has week. four games with at least three catches. The games following those games, hmm. in the first three times, he's caught zero, one, and one pass. So I don't think the six catches last week should make you think he's going to catch passes this week.
0: Titans DST is certainly worth starting. Let's go to the Bills and the Jets 2022 question. Again, I couldn't come up with two players from this game. So Elijah Moore or Devontae Smith?
2: Elijah Moore.
1: I'm, yeah, yeah, I'll go with Elijah Moore. I think there'll be better volume there. And you could have gone with it. You could have gone with Elijah Moore versus Gabriel Davis.
0: No way. Uh, I mean, yeah, okay, okay. All <laughs> right. I mean, I'd take more, but. Go ahead. Elijah Moore, Gabriel Davis.
1: Elijah Moore. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, You want
2: to go Tyler Croft versus uh, (laughs) Dawson? Josh Allen, Devin
0: Singletary. Michael Carter versus 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 Michael Carter. Yep. Sure. Devin Singletary, Michael Carter. This week and next year, if Carter plays. Uh, Carter might not play this week. Yeah, if he
2: plays. Um, So Singletary this week for sure, no matter if Carter plays. Uh, I will go Carter next week unless the Bills somehow move on from zach moss completely uh and don't add another running back
1: yeah i don't know that i care about zach moss but the adding another running back concerns me i think singletary has a chance if the bills make a run and he could have a a playoff lenny type playoff situation to secure himself as the top running back in buffalo but i think he needs that i don't think he's done it yet
0: as far as this game goes, Allen, Singletary, Diggs are all must-starts. What about Gabriel Davis? He, it looks like he's top 30 as of right now. Is that what he is, Jamie, at number three
2: receiver, Gabriel Davis? Uh, he'll he'll probably be closer to the top 24 once I remove the Bengals guys and drop Devontae Adams a couple spots. So I don't know if I – I'll probably still have Adams ranked ahead of him, but um, Davis is – he's in a good spot. Look, he only had three catches last week. The targets weren't there, uh, but he played 87% of the snaps, first game off the COVID list much tougher matchup obviously against the Patriots this time this I'm sorry not a month. that was two weeks um, should have done better against Falcons this is a great matchup against the Jets so I'll I'll buy into it and when he wasn't a full-time player the first time these two teams met he had three catches for 105 yards
0: yeah, Josh Allen stunk last week you know and it was bad weather so we are expecting a big bounce back from from him and it was uh, three catches for 40 yards on only three targets for Gabriel Davis um, okay. So with that said, uh, Dawson Knox. Let's get to him. Heath Knox has has combined for two catches, eleven yards, and a touchdown on five targets in his last two games. One was at New England; they're, they're very they're the best against tight ends. One was against Atlanta, where, like I said, bad weather and bad game from Josh Allen. So can he bounce back here against the Jets that give up the fifth most points against the t- against tight ends? Did you end up with Knox in your top twelve?
1: He is a top-12 guy. I think he's actually a top-10 guy. Um, but I I could understand wanting to start somebody over him. He's not a sure thing by anything, but I would start, like, Ertz over him. Um, but I'd start him over Kasicki.
0: And, Jamie, can you sum up the Jets? <laughs> <laughs> I, they got some pretty interesting players here. I mean, Carter has been solid and tough matchups and the bills haven't been that tough of a matchup lately. So if he plays, I wonder if you like
2: him, uh, I would start Carter as a low end number two, high end flex, depending on who you're comparing him to. But if we are getting to the weekend and you tell me some, P runs the guy for the Bengals, Jared Patterson's the guy for Washington. Um, Kenneth Gainwell is the guy for the Eagles. I would start all those guys over my Carter.
0: All right. What about the uh, wide receivers? That's the, what
2: about wide receivers? Yeah. What about them? For the Jets or just yeah 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 No,
0: I'm sorry. For the Jets, Berrios and Moore if he
2: plays. Berrios didn't practice on Wednesday. Uh, Elijah Moore, I believe, is still technically on the COVID list but worked out with the team on Monday. So it's going to be like one of those Mike Evans deals from last week where they just may have not made the procedure of taking him off the COVID list. But I'm going to guess he's close to playing. And Jamison Crowder went from DNP for basically the last two weeks to limited on Wednesday. So probably he's playing. If either one of those two guys play, it's very tough to trust Braxton Berrios. So um, I think that's just something you got to keep an eye on. If they're all active, then I think Elijah Moore would be the one you want to buy into, but he's still coming off a very lengthy absence. I believe it would be five games that he missed. So I think you just got to take into account at best, he's a number three receiver. But chasing points, just a tough, tough matchup, though. And Buffalo has everything to play for. So yeah. uh I would probably look to avoid all the Jets if he can.
0: Okay. Bills give up the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So uh, is Gabriel Davis, regardless of who's in or out for the Jets, is Gabriel Davis going to be the second best wide receiver in this game?
2: If you tell me that the other Jets guys are out, then I would say Berrios over Davis in PPR. But yes, if anybody else plays for the Jets, I would go Davis over every Jets player.
0: Agreed. Start the Bills DST. All right. We're going to spend just a few minutes answering some questions in the chat people who are still playing uh, Javante Williams or KJ Osborne or AJ Green
2: Osborne
1: I'd probably go Javante
0: Dak or Taysom Hill Taysom Taysom no nah, no you know what Dak I'm going Taysom Sony or Penny this week Penny yeah Kittle or Waller Kittle
2: Oh, boy, Kittle's been so bad. Um, I will go Waller if Trey Lance plays. I will go Kittle if Jimmy Garoppolo plays.
0: Start Lamar Jackson if he's active?
2: No. Um, depends who you're comparing him to.
0: T.J. Watt will be getting the record on his 15th game, by the way. He has only played 14
1: games. That doesn't matter. Oh,
2: it's take a, that, games. It's a 17-game season. Take that, Adam. You just it's said that did it
1: in 151 a, games. I'm pretty point. sure the Major League season was not 151 games back then. What was it? 155, maybe?
0: 154, I believe. 154. Uh, Damian Harris or Rashad Penny, standard scoring? Rashad Penny. Washington DST or Patriots?
2: Uh Washington. Woofed.
0: DJ Moore, Elijah Moore, Gabriel Davis.
2: DJ Moore. DJ Moore's been so bad lately. Um DJ Moore still.
0: Alright, last one. Brandon Cooks or AJ Brown. Oh, we're gonna have a disagreement
2: here. Cooks. AJ.
0: Thanks, guys. Great show. All right, eight NFC home games coming at you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Talk to you later on
1: fantasy football today.